Welcome to the Chick Show. Wait, the what? The Chick Show. Chick. Yes. Okay, because it sounded like you said something else. No, I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, well, I'm Leanne. And I am Grace. Grab your favorite beverage and join our talks. Yay! Welcome back to the Chick Show podcast, where we like to talk about being moms and busy entrepreneurs and the chick show that sometimes exists around us when we're trying to do it all. So my name is Leanne and I'm here with my co-host Grace. And we always like to start our podcast off by talking a little bit about the chick show that's going on in our own life, because we feel that sometimes you can see people that are working and, and managing a family and seemingly doing it all. But a lot of times you don't see the chaos that happens behind the scenes. <laughs> so yeah. Grace, do you have any any chaos happening in your chick show this week? Good morning um to everyone that's listening. Um, you know, this week I feel like it wasn't too crazy for me. Um, it wasn't like as too of a chick show. <laughs> um, I think ever since I I committed to um you know, having a routine in the morning where I've been getting up early and and sort of working on myself um, and exercising. And that's sort of been helping me to be in the really mindset when to tackle the day. Um, And I've been using, uh, you know, the calendar, blocking time and, and just planning a little bit. So there was really just one day this week. I don't know what happened. Um, Monday, the kids were off and, um, you know, we, Eric wasn't working either. So it was like a little bit of work, but then we took him out to lunch. We went to actually to, um, down to Fort Lauderdale. So it was nice. We ate at this restaurant that you could see the water. It was really nice. Um, but then came Tuesday and, and they had to go back and I was literally exhausted. I had to do this, um, relocation report for a listing and it was like 11 pages um so it was really cool because it's something that I hadn't done before so I'm always excited to learn new things but it was so detailed um so it, it took a lot of like mental energy from me so I basically on Tuesday I ended up skipping tennis, which I was mad at myself because I'm like, I have to get this report done. It literally, I think it took me like four hours. <laughs> and then um, I was just in, so I didn't get up early to work out. I was literally in sweatpants all day. I did what I had to do for work. And then literally it was five o'clock and I was still in sweatpants. And I said to myself, I need to snap out of it. I don't know what's going on. And I'm like, I have to do my workout. Like I have to, because I've been doing this 21 day fix workout. So I'm like, I'm almost done. And, um, and then I did it and I felt so much better. So I was so excited that, you know, even though the day didn't start the way that I was doing it for the past three weeks, but I still, you know, got my workout done like later in the day and, and I felt better. Um, so the rest of the week has been, um, nice for me. It hasn't been too wild except for Tuesday. I don't know what happened, (laughs) 
but I love how you say I got up and I was working and I was literally in sweatpants all day and I didn't do my workout. That's me every day. I didn't do a workout and I'm in sweatpants all day. I love you so much. You're everything I want to be when I grow up. (laughs) But you know what? I think it's so that I'm learning um, and I think it's good for um, our listeners. You have to be gentle with yourself because a lot of times when one thing doesn't work out exactly the way you wanted it, it could be very easy for us to blame ourselves and be like, I can't believe I didn't do it. And you just, you get so mad at yourself when instead you have to just say, okay, it didn't go the way that every single day is going, but that's okay. It's okay to one day get your work done and be in sweatpants. And it's okay to one day not get your workout at 5 a.m. It's okay. And it's okay to miss it completely. So I think a lot of people just, you know, they fell one day and they're like, that's it. I'm done. Yeah. You know, and they're so hard on themselves. And and then that's not healthy and helpful going forward. And, and in order to maintain these new habits. So I think you really have to just be nice to yourself and be kind. And if one day didn't go as good or you didn't do everything, then you know what? Just the next day, it'll be fine. So I think that's how I try to look at it. And and it's been helping me. We had a a normal weekend, I would say normal because guess where I was, Grace, at hockey. That's the only time I feel like our listeners get all the exciting updates from you. And then I'm like, Oh, is it hockey again? (laughs) But we had a, my son had a hockey tournament in Orlando. So we were there for three days and tournaments are always a whirlwind because you play multiple games back to back. You'll look at the schedule and there's a three or four hour break in between. And you think, Oh, we'll have some downtime. And you, you just never do. By the time you get out of one game, eat, drive to another rink. It's just, it's, it is a chick show, but it's fun. They're always a really good time. And this past weekend was my birthday, which it was so funny. We were at the rink the next day. And one of the moms, she said, did I see on Facebook? It was your birthday yesterday. And I said, yeah, it was my birthday. And she said, why didn't you tell anybody we would have had champagne and cake and sang to you. I'm like, that's exactly why I didn't tell anybody. It was my birthday. I know. By the way, <laughs> everyone, she didn't even tell me. I had to find <laughs> out because of Facebook. Um, it was well, so opposite. My- I, right. I make a big deal and you didn't even like acknowledge your own birthday. So everyone <laughs> wish happy birthday on social media to you know, make a big deal. Well, and I. Forward. I don't hate my birthday and I don't hate getting older or anything like it's nothing like that, but we have our anniversary is the week before Christmas. Then it's Christmas. Then it's new year's. You know, now we just found out it was Lloyd Christmas's birthday. Then it's my Ryan's stepmom's birthday, RJ's birthday, then my birthday. And then Ryan's mom's birthday comes after that. It's like, there's just too many things that are happening. So it's a funny story. My youngest son was born three days before my birthday. And when I went to the doctors and they were scheduling a C-section for me and they tried to schedule it on the day after my birthday. And I was like, no, 
I'm not doing that because whoever has the birthday come first will really have the birthday, you know, like you'll, and then the other person will get the leftovers. So I wanted to have the leftovers. So they said, well, we can schedule it the day before on your birthday. And I said, well, no, I don't want him to have to share. And the doctor is finally like, Leanne, here's your range. Like, when do you want to come? So his birthday is January 12th, because I knew that I could have him and get out of there and then not have to spend my birthday in the hospital. So it was, a, it was a whole to do, but that's yeah, exactly fine. what happened. So RJ celebrates his birthday. We make a big deal. We get a cake. And so we also just celebrate his so hard that by the time mine comes, I'm just done. Like I'm just done with all You're it, exhausted. But, but I did have a great birthday. We were in Orlando. There's worse places to be. And my parents, my whole family actually lives in Pennsylvania. And my dad just happened to be in Orlando for a golf trip. So he extended his trip an extra day and he stayed for the tournament and he took me to downtown Disney for lunch. So better place to spend your birthday lunch at Disney. So it was, it was a good day. We just low key celebrated at hockey and with my dad. So it was good, but yeah, nobody knew. (laughs) And I kept forgetting. (laughs) I can't believe it, but you know what? I love that at the end of the day, it's all about doing what, what makes you happy. And, and if, not making a big deal or telling people or whatever, like you have to do you and do what fulfills your heart. So I I well, totally support that. <laughs> well, on the topic of that, that's a good transition into our topic today. And what we want to talk to you about today is how to say no. When we ask our listeners, we ask our friends, hey, do you have any ideas for podcast topics? Things about time management come up so often, at least in my feedback, Grace. And so what do you do when you're an entrepreneur, you're a leader, you're good at what you do. You're usually the first person somebody comes to if they need someone to be on a board or head up a committee or be on the PTA or volunteer for this or take on a job. And and I find that when I get asked to do things, I know I could do a good job. My, my gut instinct is like, yeah, I could handle that. I could do that. But have you ever said yes to something and then later regretted it because you knew that it was not the best yes for you? Or have you ever said yes to something and it's just because you felt bad saying no to the person? That's kind of what we want to talk about a little bit about today. Oh, absolutely. Um, Yes and yes to both your question. (laughs) I think um, for me, my personality, you know, I'm a people pleaser. So it's so easy for me to like always agree to things because I don't want to disappoint somebody or I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. But I really learned with time that you have to be very um, strategic about how you spend your time. And and the activities or or relationships that you allocate your time to because our time's very limited. We have a business that we are growing or working. We have families, we have husbands, um, we have friends. So, and then we have all these other duties, right? That come with work or where the kids. So, so you have to be very careful what you agree to spend your time with. I think I really learned that. Um, I feel like as you get older and wiser, you just learn this, this life skill or life lessons. But, um, but yeah, like last year I, um, 
you know, as a realtor, you get to be part of the board. And last year, um, I, I signed up to a few committees. And then I realized that as much as I like to be involved, um, it just like it just wasn't fulfilling me. And then and then I ended up not giving it like 100 percent. So so then I felt bad to myself because I'm like, what's the point of being here if you're not 100 percent committed or participated? So so I decided that those being a part of those committees and things like that is just not the best use of um, my time. Um, because there's other ways that I could be involved where it, it could have a better impact. Um, so I think you just have to get to know the things that you enjoy being a part of. And um, and I've also learned with time that, you know, you, I want to really spend the time with the people that genuinely care about me. So if I'm going to take time away to from my family, you know, to go somewhere with other people, then it, it's got to be you know, with people that really appreciate my time, you know, um, because every time I'm not with my family, you know, I could be doing something else. Right. So it's hard, but I think it's something you learn as you, as you experience certain things, but I've gotten better at it. And you know what I feel like, um, and I try to be like polite about it and, and nice about it. But at the end of the day, you know, I, I just like to do what makes me happy and fulfills me. And so if I have to say no, um, and the other person gets upset, then that's on them, you know, not on me. So I'm at the point in my life where not that I don't care, but it's like, you know, I don't, I want to be honest. I don't want to agree to things that I don't want to do. And, and if that bothers somebody, then maybe, then maybe that's not a relationship that, I'm supposed to have. That's sort of my mindset. I'm the opposite. I am not a people pleaser. <laughs> I say no and do not feel bad about it, but I wasn't always I wasn't always that way. In the early days of my business, I said yes to so many things because when when you're in that hustle and you're in that grind, you think, well, you know, I'm, I'm growing my business. I, I need more leads or I need more exposure, all of those things. So I would say yes to everything. Cause I would think, you know, the more the merrier, or what if I don't go and take this networking opportunity? What if that would be a really big deal or, you know, I am huge missed opportunity. And so I said yes to a lot of things with good intentions of growing my business, but I ran myself into the ground. And so I think you have to pay attention yeah. to there's there's seasons for hustle and there's seasons for rest. And unfortunately, when you're starting a business, it's just long seasons of hustle and it's early mornings and it's late nights. And sometimes, sometimes that grind can really get to you. But I, I think in that grind and in those early days, and even now I'm, I'm building a second business. So in some ways I'm a little bit back in that space. There's two things that two mentors of mine said to me over the course of the past, gosh, 18 years of my direct sales business that just really stuck, struck a chord. And so the first thing is one of them said, God created you and God created the day. So if you can't get done everything that you're trying to do today, what are you doing that God has not called you to do? 
And so that really stuck with me because if I say yes to something out of obligation or wanting to be a people pleaser or coming from a place of lack where I was, you know, like I have to take this opportunity because I need everything I can get. I'm also taking that opportunity away from somebody else who that really is God's calling. Like that really is their best. Yes. So just because it was my yes, I'm taking away the chance for somebody else who that would be their best. Yes. And so I think if you always put things through the filter of where am I being called right now, you'll know whether you should say yes or not. And me in the moment, I just, and I think people that know me will just, they just laugh. Do you want to do this? this? I'm like, yeah, I'm not doing that. (laughs) But I recognize that that's a personality trait. If you don't have that personality trait, you don't have to say yes or no in the moment. If you're somebody that has that knee jerk reaction to just say yes. And then as soon as it comes out of your mouth and you're thinking, why did I say that? You can say, you know what? can I check and I will get back to you tonight, you know, or, or let me look at what I have going on and can I call you tomorrow? And so that gives you a chance to remove yourself from the situation and really take a step back and say, is this what I should be doing right now? Yeah. The other thing that a, a different mentor had said to me, and this was when my kids were really little and I was, it was really when my business took off, but I had, I was working around nap time and you know, those schedules I, now school is at least predictable. I know when they get home every day, when you have little ones, you don't know if they're going to sleep, when they're going to sleep, when they're going to, you know, it can throw you off. And one of my mentors said, you know what, Leanne, I promised my family that when I left them, it would be worth it. And that just hit me in the gut too. So I learned to look at every I single decision that. Yeah. I I looked at every decision as, can I go? Yes. You know, Ryan would never be the one to tell me you can't leave the house today. You know, like I've, I've been fortunate to have him support me in that regard, but is it worth it to leave my family to go do what I'm about to say yes to? And I think between those two pieces of advice, I got really, really good at time management and really good at prioritizing, but I see so many women fall into the trap of busy. There's this meme online that always comes up for me and it says, stop the glorification of busy. And you know, those people that you're like, Hey, how are you? And they just verbal vomit all over you, all the things that they have going on. And they're always stressed out and they're always overwhelmed and they're always tired and it's always a disaster. And we all are going to have times where it's like that. But if you are constantly living like that, then there's a problem. And so I think COVID brought the shift and the change to the forefront. There's been a real values shift in our society since the pandemic, which I think we desperately needed. Like it's not cool anymore to run yourself into the ground and it's not cool anymore to be at work all the time and sacrifice your family. And it's not cool to be the crazy lunatic that's overextended and tired and a day late and a dollar short on everything. And I think the real, we've always known that the place of success and happiness and what I think we're probably all working for is the place where you do have that harmony in your work life and in your home, except for now society's putting a value on it and you don't have to be feeling bad if you 
or just staying in and watching Netflix with your family that night. So I think that helps because it wasn't always that way. So I think it's easier to say no today than it was before, but it's still difficult. It's still difficult sometimes. I love it. I think you brought up a good point. Um, I think everyone is really now putting attention into the whole like self-care and mental health. And um, it's so easy to just get caught up, like you said, right? You're saying, yes, yes, you you want to be involved in so many things that also it could be taken away from you putting in the time where it really like makes sense, you know, like where you're really being productive. And it, it all goes back to our first episodes this year, the calendars, the time blocking. It's funny when you say, oh, you ask somebody and they'll be like, oh, my God, I'm so busy. I'm so busy. But are you really busy? You know, do you sit down and, and take the time to say, okay, from here to here, I'm going to do this. And from here, that's been so helpful to me. I never did that. And I felt like one of those people, sometimes I just said, I'm so busy, but I was like, and I felt like I never had time to do like all these other things when I did, because like we all have the same 24 hours in a day. It's up to you how you decide to spend it. So once I really sat down and and said, okay, from here to here, I'm going to do this thing. And from here to here, I'll be, you know, whatever, like lazy, <laughs> you know, and, <laughs> like schedule your lazy times. Like I love to take naps, like power. Me naps. too. Eric makes fun of me. And I'm like, you don't understand, Eric. Like literally I'll close my eyes for 15, 20 minutes. And it's like, and, and that's part of like self-care and mental health because you know, you're just taking a time to do something that you know is going to help you like be better the rest of the afternoon, especially when I, when you're waking up at five, like you you need a little break. So it's okay to do those things. It's okay. You just got to like really just take a little bit of time to get organized so you can fit in your nap. <laughs> in your God, I love you time. when you're like, you get up at five. I'm like, oh my God. When I was the new entrepreneur, people would talk about the five o'clock club. And I, I tried it for one day and it was the worst day ever. I'm like, that is just a club. I'm never, yeah, I'm never going to, jo- I will join the five o'clock club if it means I was up all night and I'm still up at five, but I, yeah. I, I can't, I just, I can't. And that's totally okay. You know, just because waking up at five works for me or other people, like everybody's internal clock is different. Some people really thrive later in the day. Mm-hmm. I'm not those kind of people. At night, I could I could stay up late, but I just couldn't like exercise or do things. I'm, but for other people, you know, it's they're doing really well at those times. So, and again, like be kind to yourself. Like if if waking up at five is not good for you, that's okay. Then you know, work your schedule around the times that, you know, uh, when you're the best at certain things, like there's certain times where I'm really good at like working on projects or things that take a lot of energy. And then there's, there's times where, you know, I'm better for working out. I think you just gotta like get to know your body yeah, and then you'll be able, like, you know, so it's, it's okay. And not everybody's different, but you know, we, I think when you get stop. good at doing that too, and you know, when you're 
operating at your peak time versus not, you're able to get so much more done if you're trying and let, instead of trying to do things late at night, if you know that it's going to be a struggle, if you really just stop for a second and think about when do you feel the most productive or the most inspired and when is it, you know, quote unquote, the easiest time for you to do a task, you'll get it done so much faster. You'll feel invigorated after you get it done. And I think, yeah. And I think sometimes people think that you should never be tired. You know, we talk about self-care and I love it and it's so important. And I love that we, you know, it's now okay to say that that's what you're doing is taking care of yourself. If you, but it's not to say that you won't ever be tired or that you won't ever be overwhelmed or stressed out. But I think the way that I look at it is if I have said yes to the right things and I have said no to the wrong things, I can still have a full plate and I can still have a very busy schedule. But the difference is, is that when I go to bed at night after having a, you know, quote unquote, crazy day, yeah, do I feel fulfilled, like happily exhausted or am I ready to collapse? And if you've structured your day properly and said yes to the right things and no to the wrong things, you will go to bed happily exhausted. And I think yeah. that that's a really good feeling. So Grace, on future episodes, I know we have more coming on time management and um, self-care and all of those things, but I think today was really great to be able to share with the listeners about saying yes and saying no and the the benefits of doing both. So I feel like we could talk for hours on this, but we'll do that on on future episodes. (laughs) (laughs) And I love that we're so opposite. It's okay to say no. You know, you don't have to feel about it. You just have to listen to your inner voice in your heart and the rest will flow. So thank you everybody for tuning in and we will see you back here next week on the Chick Show. Yay. And happy birthday. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you.